Uh, welcome back to the Fogs Podcast. I'm back with Reza. Hi, Reza. Hello. Um, we were just talking about like trying to like really start off the episode with a, like a cool intro, and uh, Reza was like, "Own it." And then we like saw some funny clips of like people owning their moment. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. Anyhow, anyhow. Um, by the way, where what do you think he's gonna go? <laughs> now that St- Scott Parker, Eddie Howe should have. Eddie Howe should have. Um, I know it's. I would have loved to see him uh, stay in the prem. Uh, does he have a job right now? I don't think so. No, I know I, initially said he, I, I, I said it would have been nice for him to go to Tottenham, but um, I just think the things he's done with Bournemouth, I think it. it I would have been. Okay, when you go for Ryan Mason and then you go for Gattuso after that, Eddie Howe shouldn't be that much of a like a a shocking move. Well, Gattuso wasn't even their first choice. <laughs> yeah, but he was their second choice, and yeah. then they went for um, and then they went for no first you know, Santo, like first it was like Ten Hog, then it was Francesca, then it was then I think it was Gattuso, and then it was no, Ryan. I know, yeah, no, 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 like, I know, I know, I know. You can make but like a starting like, eleven. Nuno is just, I think, the, a much better. I know they also got the, um, I forgot his name, but I know they had an Italian. Um, like director of football. Uh, director of football, so having an Italian manager would be fine until he got sacked by, um, what's his face? Uh, Wait, like Mourinho? No, I'm saying you could have had an Italian director of football and an Italian manager up until the point where he would get sacked by, what's his face, the CEO of Todd. Oh, Levi. Uh, Levy. Uh, yeah, Daniel Levy. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. it's whatever. I don't think Tottenham is. Done I for. Think, I think, I think, they're not done for, but they, they peaked, I think, a couple of years ago and I, I, I they're just, you, you just got a manager. The season starts in a month. Your best player has pretty much publicly said he wants to leave. I don't think they signed anyone else. This window, not yet. Um, they're in like talks with some Japanese center back from like Bologna, Tomiyasu. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. They're also linked to Kunde, but I don't think I don't think he's gonna go there. I would be surprised if Kunde if Kunde um. They've also been linked with Max Aaron's. I think I, I I could see that happening. I can see Max Aaron's. Um, who was another player that we said we could definitely see going to Tottenham? Was J- it from Manu? James Ward Prowse. James Ward Prowse definitely needs to go. I, yeah, I think I, I could see that. We see Maybe like we we, we just watch a lot of players like for the either the English national team or the, in the Premier League, and we're just like, yeah, I could definitely see him at like a Tottenham or an Everton or like yeah. an Aston Villa. Yeah, I'm going to Leeds now. Um, I mean, not Leeds. Sorry, I was just looking at Sky Sports' ins and outs. Um, Wait, League or Leeds United? No, no, no. I, I, I was going to Sky Sports' ins and outs for the oh. summer, but then I was looking at Leeds. It's one of those things where like, you see something and you, you say the word, or like if you're typing and you say something, you start typing that word by accident. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Gazaninga's contract expire. Uh, Danny Rose went to Watford. Also, Watford signed Josh King. Josh King, that's a uh, nice signing. Yeah. Uh, some rando reserves whose name is Sterling's contract expire, and then Foyce, the legend, <laughs> went to Villarreal after his loan. Oh, it's a, um, it's permanent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So his loan meant the same. He was actually good for. Uh, yeah, I mean, he won a Europa League, so. Congratulations. <laughs> I can hear the pain in your voice. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no? Let's move on. Okay, yeah. That was an interesting uh, start to the episode. But, uh, Reza, do you think it's coming home? I would love it to. Um, the Euros is a really interesting tournament because I really don't... I'm not the type that has, like... Like, I don't have, like, a favorite team from every country. I don't have, like, a top five 
international teams that I love. Like it's it's really just uh, United USA and Iran and maybe Red Bulls, but even that is yeah. No, that's yeah. I'm a. Did you see that? Did you see that red card by the way in the Red Bulls game yesterday? No, I I know I try to yeah no. Uh, Like long story short, the goalkeeper like put skills on the forward. Then he like lost the ball, and then he literally just like held on to him, and then he got sent off. Wow. Um, I will still say I think going to an MLS game is a great night or an afternoon out. It's it's a great experience. I think. I think if you're going to a soccer specific stadium, um, it's always a nice, uh, a nice, uh, a nice experience. So the newer teams like LAFC, Austin, Orlando, Miami, I'd love to go to these sort of stadiums just to see what the vibes mm-hmm. are like. But well, you've never been. General, you've never been to the NL Orlando game. N- no, you've gone to Orlando and I've gone to Orlando. Yeah, but like I thought, I thought like you've been. I thought you had been to like the stadium when you were like younger or something. Like not for an Orlando City game, but like. Been- no, we we hold on. Please hold. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> okay. Also, I hate how in MLS they do, like, Toronto at. Orlando City, like they do it like NBA and all the other American sports, as opposed to in the, in the, in the left hand of the scoreboard. That's the team that should be home, like in Europe. Anyways, uh, I'm seeing if we wanted to July 25th. Ooh, if you want, we could see NYCFC at Orlando. <laughs> I mean. Uh... So, but I don't want to waste everyone's time. Yeah, I mean, like, Bobby is willing enough to come watch it. And Lee Arsenal, a uh, friendly match in the preseason. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Inter Milan and Lee Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't know already, we're, we're going to Orlando for, like, a week. And uh, one of those days we're there, Arsenal are going to be there. For their preseason uh, against Inter Milan, and then I think they're against Everton. And what was the other team that's there? It's like Milan. Everton and Milanaros. Yeah. Where are they from? Brazil. Colombia. Close enough. Um, and we're we're going to the first one, which is against Inter. Um, wait. Oh yeah, Inter's manager is in Zaghi now. It's kind of weird. Um, and. And I think a lot of there's gonna be a lot of players missing from that, but it's gonna it's gonna be like friendly. Reza's gonna be an Arsenal fan for a day, so that'll be exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. But, but um, you, you said you wanted to start a chant. I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to start a chant. But knowing it's in Florida, and I don't know what that audience is like, it could it could be dead. Um, but if there are some. Diehards, we can get a chance going. Mm, yeah. Um. So okay, Euro final. I'm. It's oh. So you asked the question of is it coming home? That's where oh, this all started. Right. Yeah. I I would I would like it to. I would I would love it. Initially, I was always Belgium and England. Um. What mm-hmm. I was saying is that in Euros, I don't really have when the Euros come around. You don't um, have a team. I don't have a team. Mm. I don't. For me, it's really always care. for me, it's always France. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, sure. But even France, I don't feel like connected. I just love seeing. I mean, I watch the Premier League, so I know enough English players, and I always feel bad for Belgium because I think they deserve something, and they've gotten so close to Euros and World Cup. So yeah, next World Cup England. is probably their last chance to ever win something. And um, I, don't, I don't think so. They I, I would love it if I would love to see England. Uh, I would love to see England win. I think those players deserve it. Um, some will say they don't, but I think. I mean, listen, it's really. I think this year has been weird. I think everyone's trying to get by. I think the fact that all four semifinalist teams, that all teams that all the four teams that made the semifinals played all their group stage games at home, I think maybe says something. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean. 
you could say maybe not for Denmark because they lost their first two games and they still made it this far. But I just think it's been very unfair to see uh, like really strong teams play their entire group stages at home. You know I what? Think that was very unfair. You know what's crazy? I I just remembered our first ever episode that we did was talking about like oh yeah the Euros like where it is and stuff. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That was what That's right. three years ago? No. Wait, when uh, was well, it? Twenty nineteen. It was it was like twenty nineteen. So it's like over two wow, over two years ago. Wow. Yeah. And it was like in different yeah. places and we were still like confused then as we are now. Well I'm not confused. I'm just I think <laughs> I just think it's unfair. Yeah, yeah. Even but I think even even if even uh, if it were to happen last summer, I think it still would have been the way of certain teams play their group stage games uh, at home. Right. I, I just think uh, why not mix it up and have like, why, sh- why should Spain play all their games in Seville? Why should uh, Italy play all their games in Rome? Why not mix it up a bit? But um, I think it was for less think- travel maybe. And, yeah, that's unfair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. They they should have, like, changed the... I mean, I'm not saying, like, change... When you mean mix, mixed up, I thought you were talking about, like, every game they changed the venue. But what I, I think... What no, you, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I think it, oh, really? it would have been... I think it would have been good if, like, Italy played their game. Like, one game in Spain, one game in Baku, one oh, game in Italy. I, Maybe. I, no, no, I, I think, think it makes it more fair. I think I think it should have just been all all the group stage matches in like for example group A which was Italy's group played in one neutral venue. Uh, or that. I think that would have been more fair cuz like less travel and Maybe, yeah. and like you know no I never I ne- I get the idea of the whole 12 cities but I mean the whole Euro is supposed to be a country all these international tournaments it's all supposed to be one it's all, it's all one country, from the Olympics to the World Cup to the Euros. I don't know why they went and decided to make this thing some crazy Euro. Yeah, trip. I mean, actually, the past two, like before the one in France, which was in 2016, the like 2012 one and the tw- 2008 one. I think they were both like two countries. That's two countries. Yeah, that's two countries fine. that are relatively close to each other. They right. were like Poland, Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think 2008 was, I want to say, like Austria. I might be off on that. I'm gonna fact check that. What 2000 euros? 2000, 2008. 2008. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know 2004 was Portugal. It was Austria. It was Austria, Switzerland. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That. That. Yeah. They're they're close by. And then 2004, I think, was Portugal when Greece. Why do they do that? It's so so weird. Because um, probably they didn't have enough stadiums. So maybe when you're picking a uh, a host country you pick one with the infrastructure to host a tournament yeah that's why they picked france last time and that's why they picked germany for next one but like i don't know they they i I think they mixed it up uh like it was kind of like it was experimental and i think it was like it, it caused a lot of controversy with you know with especially like england and italy and now they're both in the final, so I think they're gonna revert back to the old like way of just going it back just to one country. country. Two countries. It should just be one country. Like not even like the two like like the Poland Ukraine thing. I I don't know why it's like oh the 2022 Euro or no the 2024 Euros is gonna be Sweden Finland, <laughs> uh, the 2028 whatever eight is gonna be. Let me look at my map. Latvia, Belarus, Euros. Like it's like two random countries that can be next to each other. The Romania, Hungary, Euros. Like why? Just pick one country. Uh, I think an one thing that we're forgetting about is also qualification, because once you're a host country, you're automatically in. And I think this gave more countries a chance to qualify. Like the like. Sure, sorry. I guess. Yeah, I think that's the only, that's kind of a reason, but I th- yeah, I think th- this was quite experimental, and I wouldn't say it was a failure, but at the same time, I wouldn't say it was a, su- a success. Isaac, success. Where is he now? <laughs> uh, but 
Um, it will be an interesting uh match. I think they're both very evenly matched. Both teams very good defensively. Um, Italy's only conceded three goals, whereas England's only conceded one. And honestly, all those goals, like, so England have yet to concede in a goal from open play. And with Italy, the first goal they conceded was a consolation goal for Austria, which you somehow predicted. Uh, and then... Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were watching the game. We were watching the Italy-Austria game, and uh, it was like 115th minute. It was like literally right before Austria about to score. And then we no, had no... while the, cor- the, the corner was being like lined yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were about to take a corner, and then Reza was about to leave. Like He's like, okay, game over. He was about to like go to his room or whatever. And then he's just like, wait, I just heard screams in Austria. They're about I heard to the screams from Austria. This is a goal. This and is a goal. Sure and then they scored from the corner. And then uh, Reza did his best Christ the Redeemer uh, impression. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, uh, so yeah, like that, that goal was a consolation. Their second goal they conceded was against, no, that was their third goal, Sp- Spain. I'm blank. Oh, Belgium. That was another consolation goal. So like, they're very, um, uh, both teams are sturdy in defense. Um, one, uh, uh, what do you? Th- who do you think was for both teams going into the final? Who do you think is like the X factor? Like, wh- who do you think is going to be like? Obviously, you have um, your like Kane and Sterling's who are going to like probably be your main goal threats. Yeah. But like, who do you think is going to like if they step up? England are for sure going to win, or for, and vice seen- versa. I haven't seen Italy play a lot. I've I've seen them when they're just on. Um, I think players like Insignia and Immobile will also be, I think they are sort of like, the, if you want, the Kane and Sterling of Italy. And then Chiesa and I think Grealish have been the kind of players that are in and out of, in and out of the lineup and sort of like fans. And I see on Twitter, like people like Wise and Grealish starting Wise and Chiesa starting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not too sure on Italy. I try to stay away from Italian soccer altogether uh, as far away as possible. Um, I think for England, um, the interesting thing will be if Southgate decides to go back to a back five or a back three with wing backs, or if he goes with what he's gone for the last two games, the back four, uh, four, two, three, one. Yeah, I think it will stay with a back four because the only time he did go to a back three was. I think twice in the tournament, which is against Scotland and Germany. Yeah. And that was because they both played as a three at the back. So I, he yeah, just wanted I, a match. I just, I just don't see... It's just so defensive. And you can really, I think you can really see how England are a lot more exciting and they kind of go after it when they're a back four as opposed to a back three or a back five. Um, so I think it'll be a lot of good defending, but I think there'll be um, a lot of uh, a lot of midfield play. Not necessarily, not necessarily like um, hmm, box to box, but um, <laughs> but I think it'll be a lot of attacking and a lot of open play. I think it'll be a lot of the battle in midfield to see who can who can come out. So uh, interesting to see. I think it'll be a really good game. I think it's really even, evenly matched. I agree. Um, I think the only team that maybe deserves to be in the final is Belgium. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe France. But, I mean, listen, France choked. Yeah. And they really, like, their big players haven't been really that on it, other than really, like, Pogba and Benzema. Right. I think it's going to be maybe the last World Cup for, or the last uh, major tournament for. A couple players, I think they have a couple players that we thought that were going to be in the lineup or in the squad for France that aren't in the squad for France. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think... I, I, want England, I think I want, England, I want England to win, though. I can't... I wouldn't be able to stand think Italy win. I, I honestly, like... I just want a good game. I, I would be happy for either, either country. I think England maybe a little more so just because, like, the reasons that you mentioned, like, we watch mostly Premier League and we know the players we know like we watch them a lot whereas Italy just kind of blew up since 
since they uh, didn't make the World Cup in 2018, since Mancini, Mancini took over. Um, but I think the X factor and who I think will try and I think will have a big impact. And personally, this is my unpopular opinion. I think Harry Maguire has been England's best player this Euros. In yeah, my, I think he's in my opinion. No, yeah, him and him and him, Shaw, Phillips, and Sterling. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Oh uh, yeah. Um, sure. I, I really, I it was you know this. It was my biggest trigger. The whole eighty million Harry Maguire talk, like it triggered me so much because I knew what we were signing, and obviously he had his moments early on. Um. But now I think people are starting to maybe uh, like actually like respect his play, and they actually can see what he was, uh, what he's capable of, and what Manny, maybe Manny were missing. There, I mean, listen, there are always going to be people that are like just they just can't stand inside of Maguire. Um, but I think uh, I don't know if I would say it's maybe England's best player. I think England's had a lot of top players. Oh no, I meant like um, throughout the tournament. I think I think he's uh, yeah. Like the, like I know people will probably say like Sterling, but since Maguire's come into the side, I don't think Sterling. I don't think Sterling is. I think Sterling has scored a lot of important goals, but his performances actually he's had a lot of selfish moments, and he had one against Denmark too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. I don't think I was one for saying Sterling shouldn't have even been in the squad. I don't think Sterling did anything special for Man City this season. No, I think he should have been uh, called up, but at the beginning of the tournament before it started, I don't think he should have started. Yeah, I think he yeah. maybe may like a super sub, but I think he's proved himself why he should be starter. And yeah, I think uh, I agree with you. Like his performances, like ha- as the tournament has gone, has gotten better. Um, but because like he did start off slow for both the first, even though he scored against Croatia, but like against Scotland, he was nowhere to be seen. And then with against uh, who did they play the third game? Czech Republic. Uh, they he scored again, but like it was a very it was a tap in, it was a header like from two yards out. And then, like the rest of the game, he like was kind of meh. But then like as soon as the knockout stages started, he just like kind of opened up. Where where whereas I think with Maguire. Why I think he's been the best player is because since he's come in, he's like putting consistent like seven out of ten yeah. minimum, and then, and then I like mentioned Shaw who has three assists as well, and then I also uh, mentioned Calvin Phillips, uh, who's been like a rock in the midfield. Yeah, and, well, also Maguire's been given the rest he needed. I mean, um... well, most people didn't think he would even be ready. Like, he, I'm surprised he came back like recovered this quickly. Honestly. Yeah. No, it was a big loss at the end of... Yeah. Um, But no, their squad is... Their squad stacked. There's so many players. I I haven't even seen the field yet. I know. Like, Rashford has, like, played, like, 30 total total minutes. Well, I think Rashford, I I still am saying, Rashford has been injured, like, really on and off. He said it as well. Right. He's been playing hurt for like a year and a half, or like but, not. Like yeah, not that was just hurt, the first. Like that was just the first 100%. person that came into my mind when I like thought of players that like are so talented yet still don't get minutes. You know, like Chilwell yeah. hasn't gotten a single second. Yeah, whereas Chilwell Trippier played. has played left back. Yeah, I don't get that. Um, Like Calvert yeah, Lewin too, I, I, maybe. Like has, I, I know, has like Reece James played it or no? He, he started, I think, the Scotland game. Uh, yeah, but that was it. And but, then, like with yeah. Calvert Lewin, like I, we were, we were when we were watching the Denmark game, and I was like, if if England want to finish this off, like before they scored the penalty, I, I was saying like if they want to finish it off and bring on some firepower. Um, I'll bring on like Calvert Lewin and play him up top with Kane and like Foden, who later came on. Uh, and then they subbed out Grealish. Like, what the heck was that? I think he was injured. I, I can't. I, I really, don't, really know. don't. I really don't think so. I really think it was. They, yeah, uh, I, I, I uh, like Southgate wanted to go more defensive, but like. 
take out one of your players ha- who has already played 110 minutes, not someone who just came on in like the end of the second half that has like yeah. more of like fresh legs than someone like Mount. Like I'm not saying Mount was is a bad player. Like I've also Mount, Mount you you can back me up on this. Like he was like remember when like everyone's saying like oh Lampard loves him and Southgate loves him for no reason. I'm like yeah. oh, he's a talented really talented player. No, no, he's no he's crap. Um, but even him, we haven't seen a whole lot. Mount, also, he Foden, meant, he said cracked, not crap, by the way. No, yeah. But those three players in the midfield, we haven't even seen a whole... I mean, they get just, they get used very sparingly, Mount, Foden, and Bellingham. Um, yeah. Like, Mount, like, he started the last game, but I just think with the way they play, um, given uh, Phillips and Rice add those two... CDM positions down, and then it's basically just a cam as the as the available option. There are only so many players you can put in that position. Um, All right. I think the main reason I, why Mount is playing over Grealish is because he offers um, more depth with defensive awareness. Because like Grealish isn't really known for like tracking back, whereas Mount I, has yeah like has shown abilities to be a box box midfielder. I still think I still think Lingard and the Ward Prowse should have been in the squad. Yeah, like yeah, like Connor if you Cody, look at the player, Connor if you Cody, look at the players, like, if you like, why do you need? Why do you need three right backs? Especially when one of your right well, backs also can play left back. Right. Well, I mean, I think he actually did bring in Trippier to play left back. So, like, then why did you bring Chilwell? Then, but then why did you bring Chilwell? Exactly. Yeah. And then Connor Cody, like, why is he there? Yeah, like, why did you bring Connor Cody if you knew Maguire was going to be fit? Because look, when they picked Maguire, like, they knew they're picking him because he's going to be fit in like, let's say, whatever, two weeks. So why bring Cody if you know Mings is going to start the first game? And then you also brought in Ben White when uh, Trent got injured. It's, I just don't. I don't know. I just is. It was, yeah, it's a little... It's just a lot of... If you look at their squad, but for a team that plays a normal back four, or primarily plays a normal back four, you have so many more defenders than any other position. Um, I also think if Harvey Barnes didn't get injured uh, midway through the season, I think he would have been in the squad. James maybe Madison. Maybe ahead of... James Madison maybe could have been in the squad. Um Greenwood pulled out, even though he got in, he got called in. Right, yeah, it, was, it has a lot to do a lot. Like it's crazy to think that like this team co- would have been a lot different. I think had it been in twenty twenty, like Stones wouldn't have been called up at all. Or like, oh yeah, Greenwood Greenwood wouldn't have been called up. Greenwood wasn't even in the picture until uh, that twenty twenty start. Yeah, yeah, project restart. So and then same with Saka. Same with honestly, I think Kyle Walker was like in uh, like out of form. Last year, uh, Pickford too. Um, so a lot of things could have changed. Calvert Lewin probably wouldn't have got called up either. So yeah, and a lot of things. Like it's crazy how most of these players have made a huge jump from last season to this season. Yeah, most of them. I think the only ones that like were like guarantees were probably Kane and Sterling. I, I would probably think, yeah, and then, and then like maybe Walker because he's like been in the team for like forever, and then yeah, yeah. So it's 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 cool to see because like th- they are a young team, and it's a, it, and they if they do win, actually win or lose, they could be one of the favorites for the next World Cup because I mean they made if you when you make the semis for back to back. Uh, international tournaments, sort of like Belgium, your Germany's, these sort of teams, I think you're always going to be in the conversation. And anyone that doesn't include England is just like an England hater. Because um, this team's so young. I mean, like, sure, yeah, Henderson may not be in it, maybe for the World Cup next summer. Um, that's kind of it. <laughs> and that's really kind of it. Like, Trippi is 30. He, I, I mean, who knows if Wan-Bissaka will ever get an England call-up. But that's 
pretty much it. Kyle Walker will be 32, and he might be the oldest player. I think he's the oldest player right now in the in the starting eleven. I think. He is. Yeah. Yeah. And then Henderson. Um, it's crazy. They're really, really young. Whereas Italy, not so much. And from from my point of view, because like Bonucci and Chiellini, like these guys have been in the game for over a decade now, and this is their best chance. Like they're only young. Well, now that I think about it, they've got Di Lorenzo, who's young. They got Donnarumma, who's my age yet. He's played like three hundred games. Uh, they got Barella, who's young. They got, and they got Chiesa. I think those are the youngest players. Um, I yeah. think I think um, for the upcoming match, uh, it is going to be. It, it will be interesting to see with Spinazzola out. Also, when Fabrizio broke the news that he broke his Achilles, that's not a real thing, is it? Or is it he just tore it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they use the word broke. Yeah, I think that's just his uh, his English. But yeah, I think yeah, torn Achilles. Yeah, so here we go. Which I thought it was a hamstring. He was I thought you know, no, I thought you know, I was watching the. It was um, who who was it against? It was against, it was against Belgium, and and yeah. I was watching with my dad, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's clearly a hamstring injury, and then my dad's like, no, it's his knee. I'm like, well, I. And then we I were both wrong. He, I thought he pulled up, pulled his hamstring. If not, uh, I thought maybe like he tore his ham. Like, like he was like in. Because when you pull, when you pull up, you don't start like breaking down emotionally, and like right. just, like he's like screaming with pain. So, um, so it was yeah. It it sucked. Yeah, uh, hopefully speedy because he was their probably their most consistent player, probably their best better player in going into that game but now yeah. they lose him and then it will be interesting like that it's such a weird midfield but it just works with like Jorginho Barella and Verratti it's such a weird like it's also very tiny and like they but it just works and then with like the three up top now Chiesa finally starting because you know he's probably their most talented player in the squad yet he didn't start the first couple games. Berardi was starting, and now he and now Kiesa with mm-hmm. like the big goals. So, I I I would be like, uh, if I were to lean towards one team to win it, it would be England. But at the same time, like I would be happy for like Chiellini and Bonucci to win something for Italy because I I don't see them like doing has, it. Um, not every Italian player has played so far, right? Did not mention he said he was going to give everyone a minute? I think he did. I think for like the third. I think for the third group. Even the match. goalkeepers. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. He brought on Sirigu. But what about the the third string goalkeeper? Uh, he's just there to. He's just there. Okay. Well, but I'm pretty right. sure, like the third, the third group stage match, he like played a completely different starting eleven. Yeah, I mean that's that's actually pretty cool. Now that I think about it, but like. Outside of, I can respect it. Yeah, yeah, respect it. Yeah, yeah. put some respect on his name. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy to see how Italy have like changed it completely. It, it kind of reminds me of. Um, I mean, I was super young, but I read about it where like in the early two thousands, like Germany were kind of down bad with like yeah. how they were like how the federation was working things with like how they were calling up and how they're performing and then they like completely like revamped their national team and like now look like they make semifinals on a yearly i except for this yeah this euros but like they and then they won the world cup and then they won the confederations cup so like i i see this like i see this italy team as a lot like that 20 years later um so like honestly no matter who wins i think the loser should like be be very like proud of themselves i think they did uh yeah but if you're yeah but when you're yeah but for england you kind of have to win like you've played every game but one at home the finals at wembley like you they have to go for it i think if i think if 
yeah, I, 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 I would be really sad to see England lose when basically their whole tournament, their whole camp has been in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would, it would be a really good story for them to win too. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like <laughs> if uh, there's gonna be a bunch of if if England lose, there's gonna be a bunch of. Yeah, but uh, it's the history of the Tottenham, or it's the history of the exactly. Yeah, uh, but like Chiellini, he's so cute. He's so no, like he's energetic. Great. No, you can't. He gives me Conte vibes. I like Ingola Conte. Like you can't hate him. Yeah, he's so like he he like plays like a kid, and he's like thirty what thirty five? No, older thirty seven, I think actually. Because because him he's him thirty six. Thirty six. Right in the middle, um, but like, yeah, it's 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 so it's so cool to see like him. He's like thirty six yet. He's like grabbing Jordi Alba like he's his little brother, or is like he's like the yeah. fun uncle. Um, but yeah, um, I think I think that's that's kind of that was our preview for the for the final. Oh, okay, predictions. What do you think is gonna like? Okay. Give me what you think will what happen. What I think and what I want. And what you want. Yeah, exactly. Well, I want England to win. Uh, what? No, I think England will win. I think it's very even. I think it could really go either way. Mm-hmm. I think... I think... I think... I think, I I speak, think England will oh. be... I think England will try to make sure that they're. I, I think it'll be low scoring. Uh, I'll go two nil or two one England. I think England will when they try to be defensive, they'll really shore up the defense. I think they'll 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 make sure that the back six are like. I think really. I think um, Rice and Calvin Phillips will be really important. I think they'll have very specific uh, jobs to to carry out throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Nothing man marky, but just like very set on uh they are they're, they're the the ones that are transitioning between offense and um and, and defense. So I think I think they're gonna be really important to try to make sure that um Italy defense Italy uh attacks are sort of like the fires are put out and then they can spring forward. I think the people that are playing on the wings will be interesting. I don't know if it'll be Sacco. I don't know if he'll start Grealish. Obviously, Sterling will be on the left. I think to start with Kane. Um, if he puts Foden on the right, I think Sancho deserves to start. I think when when he played against Denmark, he took on everyone. Ukraine. When he had space. Oh, yeah, Ukraine, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the quarters. Um, I would do that. I would play the same back four, Pickford and goal, Rice and Phillips. I'll put Sterling on the left. Uh, yeah, I would. I personally would play Sancho on the right. I personally would play the same team that he put out for the semis. I think like now, now Sock that amount, like Saka, Mount, and Sterling. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it, the I think what I think what England have over again. I don't know every Italian player in, in detail because I don't watch uh, the Serie A, but I I feel like England have significant players on the bench like real game changers that if things aren't going their way or if they need to shore things up or even just do sort of like for like switches they can like their subs are so the subs that will come on could have all started right yeah for for italy the only three that i could think of that could change something would be like locatelli Bellotti, and berardi and yeah um with yeah with england they have an abundance of players that can change something whether that's a sur a surplus uh, yes yeah, surplus uh a plethora of options <laughs> okay you, you want to take your sat for an eighth time or? no <laughs> um but uh i'm gonna okay so i saw a post on the instagram where it said round of 16 switzerland beat france in penalties then yeah, I saw that. Switzerland lost against Spain in the penalties, and then Spain lost against Italy in the penalties. Which means one thing: England beat Italy in the final in penalties. And I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go England break their like curse. Of, Do you think it's gonna go to penalties? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think Italy. Whoa. I saw like this tweet where it said like, you can't, Italy's can't beat you. No, it's like, like it was like Italy's Italian, Italians can, can't lose to you, but they can't beat you or something. Like it's basically saying like they, they can't out, out, like outplay you, but they can like annoy you to grind out a win basically. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think they will do that. I think they will be much more defensive. Because, like, against Spain, Spain were the better team. Like, they were more, yeah. much more attacking. Itali- Itali- the Italians were, um, you know, very uh, stable on defense. You know, every time I hear the Italians, I just think of kicking and screaming. Pass it to the Italians. Know. You know? Um, and then, yeah, I think I'm going to go 1-1. And then I'm going to go England win it on penalties. And I think they're gonna break their curse of like losing in penalties all the time, and I think they Whoa. will do it. Yeah, 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 it will be historic. It will be very, it will be very like Fabio Grosso two thousand six World Cup. It <laughs> <laughs> will be epic though if they did that. Yeah, and in front of their own fans, that would be pretty cool. Um, I yeah I I because I, oh yeah so I was gonna say with with the starting eleven. Everyone was like at Southgate when the first lineup came against Croatia. Like, why is this guy starting? Why is this guy? But now, like, once if you made the final, like, you're like, okay, this guy clearly knows what he's doing, and he knows like the team inside and out more than any of the fans combined. You know, so even with like players, I mean, with fans wanting Grealish to start, wanting Sancho or Foden, or even like. I don't know, Bellingham. So, like, I'm just like throwing names out there, but like with those guys want like fans being like fan favorites. I, I think you have to stick with the lineup that's been driving you to the final, you know? So I would stick, yeah. with, I would stick with it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I think Italy will do the same with, I, I hope Chiesa starts. I, I, he looked like he had a small, like knock, uh, in the semis, but I think I think he'll be all right to start. Um, besides that, yeah, I don't see anything's changing besides like Emerson going in for Spinazzola. But yeah, it'll be a very. I don't think it'll be exciting, but it will be very evenly matched. Because like Italy and England kind of like are very are more defensive than most teams. I think it'll be exciting. I think it'll, it I think can it'll be, be a very open game. It can be, but I I think it will be more like. Battle of the it has midfield, potential of being, uh, yeah, it has, it has potential to be a very tactical, very um, careful game. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, uh, with, uh, like, you know, it kind of just goes with saying, like, offense wins you games, defense wins you titles or championships. And I think yeah. these two teams, I think we're the best defensive teams in the in the tournament, in my opinion. I, there was there was no one better. There were in terms of defense, yeah, I, and that's not even. I, I there was like an xG like the expected goals where they conceded the least amount of expected goals. So, yeah, I think that's. I th- but we both. Re- oh, wait, oh wait, did you you said two one, you said two one England. I said two nil or two one. Uh, in in ninety minutes, right? No extra time. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I said. Uh, I'm just <laughs> slight flex. I said England would win uh, two one and extra time with Bobby and Sean. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm just like that. Uh, but yeah, this was the Euro 2020 final preview. Um, it will be enjoyable. We'll uh, we'll, we'll probably watch it together. Probably. Uh, and then uh, don't just do it. I haven't invited you. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll still come over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to throw it in once. Um, but yeah, it will be it will be a interesting month once the Euros end with like preseason and teams coming back. Uh to training and you know players uh reporting back transfers selling buying and 
lots of here we goes. Um, so uh, this was uh, this was a regular episode. We, I didn't do a recap. I'll probably do one the night of uh, once the match ends. Uh, I might also do one of the Copa America final, uh, depending if Messi wins or not. Um, I hope he. I I honestly hope he wins. Uh, he gets the last stick with not like where, where he doesn't win with Argentina, uh, but I think Brazil. Wait, so will the winner of all these like the Gold Cup, Copa America, Confederations, Euro, yeah, they'll go to the Confederations Cup when? I wanna. I wanna say early twenty twenty two. Confederation. So it was the summer before, but that's where we are now. Yeah. And the tournament. Oh, well, I guess it'll be in the summer because the. Yeah, but you can't play. You can't play in the. You can't play in the summer in Qatar. Well, then it won't be in Qatar. But I guess it has to be. I think. Oh. Twenty twenty one tournament was really held. Concerns arose. High temperatures. Oh. Oh, it said. Oh. So it says, uh, it's not in Qatar. As compensation, yeah, I, I, another FIFA tournament, potentially the 2021 FIFA Club World Cup, could be held in Qatar. Oh no, wait, that's a Club World Cup. It should be in like Australia. That's the most oh, no. neutral. Oh no, 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 it's not. It's it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh well. It's a, oh an expanded FIFA Club World Cup taking place instead. That's kind of dumb. Oh, that's great. That is great. All right. Next thing you know, they're really going to have international teams play club teams. Like it, it's it's shy of like all these yeah. rules are changing, and they're like, oh, let's play the World Cup every two years. I don't Next want that know, to happen. Like, I don't want. That I know to it would be really bad. Next thing is going to be like, oh, it's a preseason friendly of uh, Brazil versus Chelsea. <laughs> Where does Thiago Silva play? <laughs> he will be retired by then. Um, uh, yeah, Confederations Cup is like it's such a good reward, especially like if Iran ever win the Asia Cup, like that will be the first ever like time we'll ever see them play in the Confederations Cup, which would be cool to see. But at the same time, like when you take it out, like then what's the point for those like other teams? Like, but like with your like with your no, there's still a point. There's still a point. I admit, every, for for every continental tournament, I think it's still big enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even the Gold Cup. I think even the Gold Cup is, is big enough. To, even though I think it's every two years, but it's big enough. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I think I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, I'll I'll probably put out a recap uh, of if if not the Copa America final, then I'll put one out for the. Uh, after the Euro final, and then I'll probably uh, I probably won't post anything after that because of uh, us going to Orlando. Unless we probably do no, we can't do one over there. I need to bring all my equipment. I'm not doing that. Uh, so yeah, Reza, thanks for uh, joining. After oh, and we're a hundred percent doing the Premier League table predictions as we usually do. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and who are you putting in your relegation spots? Southampton. Mm-hmm. That's a preview for everyone else out there listening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Southampton going down as resistance. They deserve to be relegated. <laughs> they do. What's the What's the term you always say? You always say they finesse the Premier. They finesse the Premier League for too damn long. <laughs> they really have. They really have. Like it's not even funny. Every season they have this moment of like where they could finish in like a Europa League place, but then they end up staying just end, they just end up uh, just tank the rest of the season. But they were first at some point in the beginning of the season, oh, and then Alex, they you're jumped. you're first in the Premier League. Yeah, thanks. Congratulations. Yeah, we're for, we're always first at some point. Uh, and we're, oh, we actually do play the first game of the season, so. Should we win that, we actually will be first for like 10 hours. On the way to the top. Yeah. Oh, uh, they've been so close so many times to relegation. 
South. Yeah, no, Southampton was 17th this season, and they were in first for like the beginning. Remember that time? That, yeah. That, that match where I don't remember what month it was. I want to say November, where they beat Liverpool 1 0, and then like Hassan Hulu cried. And then like since then, they like completely tanked. They were like the worst. They really, they really have. They've really been that. I mean, recently, they've really been finessing the league. But you, you know where I, I put them. I'm going to put them 18. Yeah, okay. So we have one of the 40 picks ready. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. Uh, I think this dragged on a bit. Uh, it's not 50 minutes now. But it is what it is. Um, so we will... Uh, I will bring out a recap episode next uh, for episode... Oh, is that episode 50? I think it might be 50 episodes. Wow. Um, But if you guys want to listen to more episodes, uh, you can find it on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. I also post a lot on Instagram with with the lots of, like... I I was thinking of... did Did you see my post yesterday by any chance? Are you asking me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. The one with Joel Embiid? The basketball player? Yeah. In the yeah, NBA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking about, like, doing lots of, like, meme videos where, like, I do a caption and then I, like, say, like, this is what most people would, like, think. And then, like, I would put, like, like, I, <laughs> one of our uh, mutual friends uh, like he was telling me a story, and then like I would I I like put in like a funny like meme video where it's like w- w- Hulk and and game. I see this as an absolute win. Like I would post that I think a lot more. Uh, but yeah, Instagram at boxboxpod and Twitter at boxboxpod as well. Uh, Preza, thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'll probably. Uh, we'll probably have him again later on for the predictions or maybe even before that. Same with Bobby and Sean and some maybe potentially other guests. Um, but thanks for listening. Box Box Podcast Euro 2020 final preview. Adios. You want to say bye? bye? Yeah, bye.